You're listening to the Enneagram and Merit Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and today's episode is a deep dive special on Enneagram 3. So if you are a three or a loved one or a spouse of a three, I am so excited and thankful that you're joining us. As you know, we are taking a streamlined tour right through the heart of a three, and they are right at the heart of the heart triad. So speaking of heart people, I want to let you know I'm going to do a quote for a type three in culture. And the person I'm choosing for the type three quote is Taylor Swift, because I think that she's a very talented musician. And I believe that her quote here fits the life of a three very well. And it's, I never want to change so much that people can't recognize me. And I think that's a great quote for our threes to remember that as you're putting on these beautiful layers and playing parts, and we'll talk all about this today, doing beautiful things really well. I just want to make sure you know how special you are underneath and how much we want to see you no matter what you're doing. Because I don't like a gold rush. Okay, I had to do that. But seriously, we are really going for the gold here. And I know we have hit the mark. I'm so happy that Jen, who's chatting with me, like always on these deep dives, is actually married to a three. So you are getting some extra juicy sound bites from Jen because she's actually lived through this and can validate and can talk us through some of the even nitty gritty details of a three. And I know that's what every three listening wants is the true best pieces of advice for being married to a three or being a three in marriage. So that's what we want to give to you guys today. Don't forget to check out the PDFs as well. We have a deep dive on every single type at enneagramandmarriage.com and we really put a lot into them going through marriage and how a three acts or each type acts in every single stage of marriage typically. Tips for them through those seasons of life. Uh, Tips for them in health, moderate health and dysfunction and how they can move back towards health and even just to show them what does this look like to be in moderate health? What does it look like to be in dysfunction? Because honestly, a lot of the time, even myself included, we don't realize that we're not in health. We're thinking, I'm doing this and I'm really doing a great job. And when we can see something on paper that really has been research of thousands of people collectively trying to do their best, we realize, oh, that's, that's not working for people. That's what they're reporting is that that behavior was actually long-term taking them down. So make sure you take a look at that. And we'll be sharing all kinds of tips today on the episode with you as well. And I want you to know there's no big side trains on these episodes. There's no Lorelai Gilmore spinoffs of conversation. And sometimes those are the most fun things on a podcast. But these podcast episodes are very special because we're, we're going through a very systematized route to just giving you the clean facts about each type. So if you want some of the other types of episodes where we may be are doing a bit of character typing or going through a concept lightly or chatting with a couple about their marriage and their typology, then you can head over to Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening and find some of those. And we have them up at enneagramandmarriage.com as well. And we also have blogs up for you. So lots of goodies otherwise, but let's jump in with Jen and I on today's deep dive over type three. Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am so happy to be here because we are talking about Enneagram Type 3. 
I am so glad too. And I'm so happy that I get to talk about them with you because you have a three hubby. So we really are going to get some great tips from you in this episode too. Yes. This is going to be wonderful because my hubby is a three and we have grown so much in our marriage just from knowing his Enneagram type. And also he has grown a lot from knowing his Enneagram type. So this is a great one to talk about. Oh, I am so glad to hear that. That just makes my day because when I hear that a marriage has been changed for the better because of learning these deeper dive kinds of concepts, I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. I'm so glad we all found this great tool. Yes, it is. And this is definitely an example where my husband knowing this has helped him a lot in his career, his business, especially knowing that he is a three, that he has grown a lot and also been able to set some more boundaries, which has been a huge struggle for him all his life. So this is going to be really great to know. Yes, it is. And so we hope many of you threes and three spouses listening can find ways to make beautiful changes in your life from this. And remember to take it slow and to give yourself some grace and some credit when you find even the the tiniest of changes happening, because it really takes a lot of intention, a lot of time and a lot of grace. So let's jump right in. Jen, what do you think are some great starter questions? So really, I think we just need to run through an overview. What is the Enneagram type three and how would you describe them? I like to think of threes as performers and achievers. And those are very classic names for threes. They're very giving. They're a heart type and they're right in the center of the heart. So that means that sometimes they're amazing at knowing the feelings of others, but may not be able to know their own feelings. As you know, Jen, when there's that middle triangle diagram of the Enneagram with, it has the nine points, but this middle triangle has the three, six, and nine. And so we have somebody who's sort of asleep to their heart. Yes. And that is actually something I want to talk to you more about is the three, six, nine, because I've had quite a few people who mistype themselves as one of those. So maybe we can get into that later about the three, six, nine. Yes. Okay. Let's do that when we're talking about arrows, because that's a really great place to clarify. And I really think it's important that people know that with these huge hearts and these desires to achieve often comes not only sleep to their heart, but even a sense of not being awake to who this person really is. So not only do their spouses and families sometimes not know a lot about the type three deep down, but the type three doesn't even know a lot about the type three deep down because they are so busy working hard to please others and to perform. And so they're just known so well as having the ability to wear any mask and do anything, which makes them incredible. Like you said, and hinted at earlier business people, because they can really do a great job at work with all different personality types. Have you noticed this? Yes, completely. In fact, my husband is kind of a master at this. And since he's in sales, this is huge for him because he can basically shape shift and match the mood and the dynamic of whatever is happening and whoever he's with, which has been really contributed to a lot to his success, but has caused the problem of sometimes not knowing who he is or his preferences and what he actually likes and dislikes. Hmm. And that makes so much sense. And it makes me sad for any three who's stuck there. And I'm really glad he found some help because we're all, you know, learning and growing and we all need that help. And in this case for a three, they need to know that they can be brave 
to be honest about who they are outside of just these ways of wearing these masks in the world. And honestly, it takes some troubleshooting because they don't often know they've been doing this dance for so long and it's been working and it's frankly kicking butt for them in a lot of professional ways. But at home, often families of three say you're different when you come home. We've had a lot of people like this on the podcast that have three spouses or three saying this. I've talked about it with countless people. And the truth is it's really important that families take some time to get to know who the three is because we talk about the passion and the fixation. And here, we're just going to remind you that the passion or the vice of the three is the self-deceit. And so it can come off where other people think you're lying to me. But what really is the starting point is they're often deceitful to themselves because they don't really know themselves or what they need emotionally. Yes, exactly. And I think a lot of times they are not aware as children that this is what is happening. And so it takes a lot of self-growth and development as they get older to figure this out. And I know in my spouse's case, it took him until you know the past few years to be able to acknowledge this and realize it and then take some action steps. Yes. And I'm so glad he did because one of the most poignant interviews I've done with a three was Steve and Lisa Call, uh, our awesome trauma therapists, and they do beautiful couples work. You might have heard them on the podcast before. They're a three, four pairing. And he really mm-hmm. reminded us that as a child, he was running around looking for attention and his needs to be met and going to all kinds of places because people were busy at home, I think was the backstory. But the truth is, this is the way a three develops. Is there something going on? Usually it could be over coddling. A lot of times it's that the three had to just grow up really fast for whatever reason, no judgment against their predecessors, because we do come in that long ancestral line and each person carries their, their duties. And we can't really be inside Mm -hmm. of one another's neurobiology, but the truth is by the time it landed on the three, this was the way that they made survival happen. So it was a really important survival skill. And it's really hard to let go of something that has been keeping you alive, right? Yes, exactly. And you are completely right about that. And we don't have to be upset about this, like you just mentioned, because we all come with that baggage from our childhood. Right. It's just noticing it. And I was thinking about how hard it is for me to do that sometimes in marriage and and many others that it's like, We want to hold it, especially any of us with a four part of us, which threes do have a four on one side of them, their wing. But what happens is if you have this element of kind of enjoying lament, then it's easy to say about your spouse, oh no, but they have this self-deceit and this is the end of the world. So I just want to remind you, it's not the end of the world. This is their coping strategy. It kept them alive, Mm -hmm. but now we have better options. The Enneagram is has been hidden as sort of an elite system. And we're lucky that somebody decided to share it because it's obviously got millennia of research behind it. Just even if it's anecdotal or narrative or oral storytelling, maybe not the APA backing it up, but it has a lot of definitely a lot of therapists and, and psychiatrists and doctors and religious leaders from all over the world for many many centuries in some capacity, whether you're coming from the seven deadly sins angle or or otherwise this this theory is really helping a lot of us to unlock some of these defense mechanisms and strategies and to say you know what there are better ways that would still get this keep us protected and defended 
but do it in a way that actually doesn't take people farther away from us, especially as a heart type, right? What an oxymoron that what they're doing to keep alive is drawing people away. Yes, it's complete oxymoron. And I was just thinking about, you mentioned the passion being self-deceit and the virtue actually is huge for the three because it's the truth. Mm, Yes. Can you tell us more about their virtue? Well, basically it's really trying to get to know themselves in that truth. Veracity is just another word for truth. And, and they're really going to find that it takes time and they have to ask themselves, who am I across all different moments in my life? And who can I be real with? I had a three come up with to me after theater class this weekend and, and I was doing a mental health talk and they said, you know, I'm just, these are kids developing. They don't know about the Enneagram, but they said, you know, we're just used to wearing masks and performing and putting a smile on. And, and, and I feel safe to tell you something or, um, you know, where is my safe place? And they were just asking these questions and even talking about, and I thought this was fascinating that one of them said, when the weather is windy, I feel like I can, start to let down my guard and kind of like allow that weather even almost like you're thinking of how the three merges and camouflages, they almost went into the weather and let that weather alert them that there's deeper emotions. And this is where they do their poetry and songwriting. So even if you're not somebody that's that artsy, um, I think the tendency here is your, your passion is always going to keep knocking at your door when you're trying to put this virtue on. So you have to remember to, to quiet it and to tell it to go away because it will sneak up on you. It will just come back. And here's a way it could do that for that instance, which I told um, this person is you're in the middle of letting these feelings out. You've got this rainy, windy day. Now you're songwriting all of a sudden you're realizing somebody could use this for their next production. And now you're calling somebody and you're not in your emotions Mm -hmm. and you're no longer in your own heart. You're now trying to make this profitable so that you can achieve so that you can learn, earn love. Does that make sense? Yes, completely. You're right. And I think it comes down to the self-awareness and the authenticity and getting in touch with that, I think can be really challenging for threes, but being able to do that or having someone who can call them out on it, accountability to say that maybe they need to get in touch with it and they are maybe moving too far away from it would be very useful here. Absolutely. And that would be where I think a weekly session with a coach or a counselor could really help you. We have an amazing EM team. Yes, I want you to get the type three deep dive if you want to dive deeper with the PDF, but to have somebody in your ear, whether maybe you already do, but somebody that you trust, somebody that you like, who's a good fit, whom you respect, doesn't have to be a perfect person. And threes can sometimes want that to happen. Like you have to be this super high achiever when often what they need is somebody who's grounded and, and not pompous or really on display, but who can just be real with them and help them and hold them accountable and honestly just love them for who they are. Because that's also at the root of all of this is, of course, here you're hearing me say, why are they running back to this passion? Because they want love. So it's first getting in touch with the heart, watching yourself, noticing when you keep running back for achievement, but also noticing that you sometimes put out vanity in order. And that's the fixation of the three in order to procure affection from others. So it really helps you instead of putting that vanity on of, I have to show off, I have to show somebody my song or my, my newsletter, or I have to put out a new podcast, or I have to do a new photography session or a new boutique session, whatever you're doing with your life. I think it's important that you save some of it just for you and that you don't have to be on display and that you realize 
that even if you don't have the best of everything, that what's real and authentic is also important. And also that you don't have to be just comfortable all the time. In in the deeper dive, we go through in the PDF version, we go through the harmony groups and how everybody approaches conflict a little bit differently and how threes approach conflict. But in general, I just want to add here that threes can really enjoy their material comforts. And that's fine as long as it doesn't take the place of real and authenticity. So it's where your art or your branding can take a back seat and you can say, you know what? I want people to love me when I'm having a really bad hair day, when I'm sick. And this will always catch up with a three later in life anyway, but it's nice to get a start on it. Even if you're a young three to just find some people who love you for who you are. Would you agree? Yes. And that I was just thinking about the fixation. So threes have the fixation of vanity and they Mm -hmm. really enjoy priding themselves on looking good and dressing well, having the best of everything, Mm -hmm. especially materially. And so I think that's really a challenge for them. And you're right. They need to recognize their self-worth and know that they are good just as they are, no matter how they look or what brand items they have as well. That's a good point. Yes. And it's like, if somebody doesn't like you because your house isn't a certain size or you don't have the best outfit on, or your glasses aren't perfect, your makeup's not done, you know, let it be, find out who, and by the way, this can take a very funny convoluted turn too, because it's not just if it looks perfect, like I just described, it's whatever the culture deems as perfect. So if the culture says wearing no makeup and sweatpants, which is kind of going on right now in the culture in some ways is what's in then the three will do that. But it's actually saying, who am I and what would I like underneath all of this? And then sometimes being able to put on the mask in the show. As I was talking to all the performers and artists and dancers this weekend, it wasn't that you never want to use your gifts in these ways. These are beautiful gifts. And I think when a three is displaying them, we want to see it if they like it, but it's knowing when to come off the stage and just be in the audience. And I think that's a really important reminder for threes is just be in the audience, especially with your family. They don't want you on display all the time. Do you resonate with that? Yes, completely. And I think sometimes that's a hard transition, especially for a three when they get home from work or they get home from a trip. I know a lot of threes do a lot of business travel. And so when they get home, sometimes they really need to just turn it off and have some transition time. And I know that's a really useful tip for threes in general, just to be able to have transition time, whether they sit for an extra few minutes in their car, they go to the gym after work, just to be able to get back to who they really are when they come through the door. So they can be more authentic for their families. Yes. I love that you reminded us of transition times. That's a beautiful marriage tip. And that's our first marriage tip because that is a huge one. Um, Well, actually that's our second marriage tip after, you know, really getting to know who you are and, and making sure you check in with your spouse about, Am I loved for who I am underneath? If you're the three listening, ask them. I know they're going to tell you you are. And then otherwise, if you're that spouse, tell your spouse that regularly. Maybe it may even take a 10 to one ratio as I was talking to somebody recently or a hundred to one, depending on how many times their inner voice has said, you are what you do. So I love Jen adding this tip here that threes, because of this way they run through the world, so direct, so fast, um, so healthily paced in terms of the work culture to come home and have a healthy pace for family often requires a transition. So thank you, Jen. Yes. And that brings us into the blind spot in marriage because the threes are so focused on their performance and their image that sometimes they deceive themselves and their family. And that can be a huge problem in marriage. So their spouse might become confused with who their 
who their three really is and why their three is always changing. And also a disconnect because you can't really connect to someone if you know, you're not being authentic. And if the other person doesn't know who you are. So that can be a really big blind spot that I think if threes can figure out who they are and then portray more of that authenticity, then their spouse is going to feel closer to them and more connected. Yes, I do too. And that's beautiful. Did you notice that as your hubby got to know more about this? Yes. And I think that is something that, you know, we've gone through stages of in our marriage, just very honestly, where there are times he leans very, very hard into work. Threes can in an unhealthy place become like workaholics and they really want that success and achievement. So they strive. And sometimes they see it just in the recognition of others or in a paycheck, but they need to find their own self-worth. And if they're in an unhealthy place, they can just lean too hard into work. And we've gone through seasons of that. And I think accountability has been huge for us in our marriage where we take a step back and I remind him of this and he's able to check in on himself as well. And then we're able to move forward with a lot more understanding and grace. And he's able to say, okay, I need to take a step back, make some more room for my family and just get in touch more with who I am. And when he does that, oh, it's just so amazing how much better he feels and how much better our marriage is in general. Oh my gosh, that's great. And that really speaks to how threes are so future oriented a lot of the time. As I know, I really also liked Matthew Brown coming on with his sixth wife as a three talking about how he has a mega church and yet sometimes he just can't stop whether it's a million podcast Mm -hmm. listens or a new campus. It's hard, but when he remembers the love of family and church family in this case, he's moved. And when his wife speaks up and has spoken up, it helps. So I know you guys are sometimes afraid to speak up to threes because they can be harsh, harsh truth tellers who say, um, and, and I know this is you too, if you're a three and I get it, we've all been here, but it's like, Hey, look how hard I'm working for all of us. I'm doing this for you. And I think sometimes the spouse and the three have to come to this place where they say, you know what? Is it worth it though? Because are you killing yourself? Are you present? Are you here? Is this what we wanted? And you have to look and see a lot of really successful rich people say, I got here and there was nobody at the top. And I think that's a message that stuck with me ever since high school, when I got to the top of the social chain and I was like, I'm lonely. And so it really was a time when I had to go back and, and now really just longing for authentic people. I just do not long for clicks or brands. I mean, sometimes I just like them because I'm human. And I think a three, we can, we can say all we want. You'll never like a brand, but that doesn't mean just because you like a brand that it's unhealthy. It means when it becomes you and their defense mechanism being identification, when now I am that brand and I don't have a sense of self in the marriage, the family, or otherwise that it becomes a real danger. Yeah. And just to add to that, when they get to the top, they also might realize they sacrificed their health in the process. And so they might have to do, you know, a lot of work because for three self-care can be, and that's another huge marriage tip is self-care for the three, because they might not be taking care of themselves because they're just trying to achieve. And they're so focused on that achievement that doesn't include themselves sometimes. And so getting back into self-care taking care of our bodies, eating well, exercising is huge for a three, because once they achieve that success, it's going to feel good. They're not going to be completely depleted and exhausted when they get there. Right. And just as you said, how important it is for them to get there. Don't just market it once you get there. Like, oh, I just discovered that drinking water more or this particular macro diet or or whatever it is helped me. 
make sure that you don't just use that as another way to exhaust yourself. And now you're back at square one. Now, is it going to happen sometimes? Yes. Our stuff will be with us. So it's noticing it, being curious about it, repivoting again. And that's why I said at the beginning of the episode, you know, I'm saying don't do this. And I don't mean to be shooting you. I just mean really watch for it, be curious about it, understand it was part of your development. And now try to take a baby step away from that and give yourself a lot of grace in the process. Like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that again. And, and maybe some days you're just like, I need to do this, but it's so helpful when you, your spouse, your family, your friends, your coworkers can all be on the same page with helping you to, um, to know that you're loved outside of all of this. So what other questions do you have, Jen? So I think we should dive a little bit into the subtypes. Can you tell us about the three subtypes of a three? Absolutely. And so we all have a little bit of each, but I really want to say that the self-preserving three can present like a perfectionistic one, and they can be even more of a workaholic than the others because they really want to do good in the world, not just achieve, but to do good for others. And they're just, their heart is very wide open as opposed to the other two types of threes, whose heart is a little more in the backdrop, obviously very strong, very sensitive, very present ultimately, but lower kind of deeper down. And, um, this three has this open heart a little bit more broadly. That's why they're the counter type of the three. And yet to have that kind of achieving with that kind of huge open heart can leave very little for the wife, the family, uh, the spouse or the family. And I think that's really important that that three knows that as big as their heart is, they need to save something for the self-care and for the family care too. So that's the word for that type of three who is materially trying to create money for the family. Whenever you hear self-preserving, it's a survival strategy. They're all survival strategies, but this one's about the materialism and it's not necessarily bad. It's not even necessarily branding in this case, but it's just providing, working, making more money and helping the family. So you just, even with that, you have to say, when can I rest? Is rest a part of this? Is a Sabbath part of this? And I've told you about the Goldilocks zone of the perfect balance. And it's usually eight to 10 hours of work. And then three and a half hours of rest per day in some capacity is when people are the most satisfied in life. So if a three wants to achieve satisfaction in the best life, that's a great formula. And then they also may struggle with sleep, any of these three subtypes, but this one in particular with how hard they're working and maybe even being a workaholic. So it's important to address sleep issues, whether it's that you need sleepy time tea at night or uh, some sort of melatonin or talking with your doctor about what you can do, but it's important to quiet the mind and then get some rest and even put that phone in a different room. A lot of times if a three doesn't want to do that, they can at least hide it behind a book. Getting your phone out of you actually helps your attention span to increase And if you keep the phone right by you, you're actually less productive. So that helps threes to know if I love productivity, getting my rest and all of that will be better. Now, the sexual three is somebody who is more stage oriented and still going to be somebody who um, work works hard, but their stage orientation takes a shift when they are um, with their spouse or mate and, and found that person because their stage presence is I want to be seen and I want to find a mate. And so they put on all these different layers and in the theater of life, they are cast as whatever character they can in order to merge with somebody. But when they get off the stage, a lot of times they don't know who they are. 
because they've merged so hard with that spouse. And so that is very scary for them to be real and honest because they're like, my love may leave me if I'm honest about who I am. But the truth is your spouse will respect you a lot more if you're not deceiving because they can pick up on it. Like, that's not true. That's not real. I'm watching these different motifs with you and I can't figure you out and I can't trust you. So it's really important that the sexual three start learning who they are and taking some time for self-care. And this three can be especially codependent. And then the last three is the social three and they're on the stage also, but they're just so good at knowing how to win an entire group over. Sometimes they're a celebrity in their genre and they're working really hard but they might not be as personable in this way that they're personable on these charming sets. But then when they come home, they're just, they've worn themselves out to the point of exhaustion with all of this active performing. And so now they come home and they're grumpy, they're tired, they're lethargic, there's no balance. And so their spouse or family is thinking every single time, I love watching who you are on the stage, but when you come home, there's nothing left. And there's maybe some empty promises can picture the street, like the self-preserving three a little bit, you know, saying I can't take the date night because I have to work. And so it's really important that they don't let branding or performance or looks or whatever it takes to be the top of the, their professional game or their success or celebrity game um, to too high of heights, but instead they just like, Hey, let's do the, these goals together with their spouse so that they can, um, really not leave the family as they try to achieve. Yeah. And also I think I, the point you brought up about saving energy, saving energy for their family when they come home, because you're so right when they're out there achieving and putting on all these personas for everyone else, it is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It is so hard. It is like acting all day long. And I will say that um, with my spouse, he is a social three Mm -hmm. and he can flip a switch. He can be so exhausted and the phone will ring and it'll be a client and he can answer the phone and it is like a switch. He has so much energy. He is so exuberant. And then he gets off the phone and it's like, turn it right back off. And he can just go back into like lounging on the couch. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a huge difference between being going to a nine space and his nine arrow and relaxing and just resting and slothing and zoning out. And so I want you to tell us a little about the arrows and how we can use them in healthy ways to grow. Oh, I would love that. And I think that um, I I really want to let you guys know this is where that three, six, nine dynamic comes into, as Jen knows, because the three really does have two arrow points, both to six and to nine. But a really nice, healthy way of arriving at both is that they make a pit stop at the six before they go to the nine. A lot of threes, I know we all are a little bit different here, but a lot of threes go ping-ponging from three, nine, three, nine, three, nine. And I notice we're all different. Like I said, some people probably do the three, six more, but the most of the, the threes I've worked with, they're really good at, like Jen said, you know, being able to shut it off. They need to, they're like, this is a survival thing. I have to get some rest zone out. I don't want to do anything, but when they don't make the pit stop at six first, which is a very loyal friend zone where they can be super kind and caring about their closest people, then they really miss out on a chance to have that open heart, 
you know, ride or die. We are together no matter what experience with their spouse of reattunement. So that sixth stop is a very nice place to reattune, is a very nice place to troubleshoot what's going to happen if I don't rest. It's a place to assess what vitamins and minerals workouts do I need in order to keep going. And, and then they can keep you in check in that sixth zone also when you um, are overdoing in your three. Once again, okay, I'm on the treadmill now. I have to beat my time. This is so important that that six space is a great leveler and a slower down for us. And it's emotional. So it says, I'm also going to be brave and talk to my spouse about what's bothering me. And instead of staying in fear, I'm going to go to courage versus deceit. So I just really want to emphasize that six space. Now, sixes can be fearful and forget to be courageous for themselves. So it's going to take work either way. Um, And that's back to Jen saying, hey, the three can hide their heart and um, the six can hide their thoughts. So make sure you open those thoughts, do some verbal processing if you need to, and then head to the nine. Nines can also hide their body work. So like we said, going to the nine, really, it's not in your best interest to just go there and go into complete sloth, but to go there and to be objective and diplomatic and to say, I'm a three, I love truth telling in the world. We didn't really talk about that because we're doing the whole marriage thing right now, but threes often when they and their spouse find their glow together, as we like to talk about when we, we say we we're shining our gifts together, what do our two personality types really do in the world together? This is your Enneagram glow we really are noticing that these hues they bring out are often very justice oriented and making sure that people are ethical in the world. And I know my sister does, who is a three does always quality review wherever she works because threes are good at calling the shots and calling somebody's bluff and saying, this isn't fair. This isn't right. Um, so this is the nine positioning for them. It's an open positioning instead of this closed off in the turtle shell. I'm shutting you all out. It's, it's kind though, when it, when it speaks the truth, it does so in love. So when they can make that full movement with the nine, they're awake, they're fair, they're kind, they're loving, and they're truth tellers, but it's just done in such a way that makes it palatable. They know how to give positives. They know how to be gentle as well. And also what you were saying about just being without doing, I think it's really important for threes to learn being in this nine space that they can just be present and enjoy the moment and not have to do anything, accomplish anything, show off or be successful at anything. They can literally just be, and they can also do a body scan and they can see what they actually need. Do they need to exercise and go for a run? Do they need to just rest? Do they need to, you know, stretch? Do they need emotional healing? Do they need to spend time working on, you know, mental self-care? Because when they're in this nine space, they can really take the time to think about things and to really feel what their body needs, which is sometimes very hard for threes to get in touch with their gut instinct and to know what they actually need to do for their body. Right. And with these three three, six, nine moves and threes do these moves, sixes to a degree. And then nines also, they're kind of, like we said, kind of asleep to these three fields of vision. And yet they're giving out to others. It's almost like the primary colors though. Like if you can get it right, you're a beautiful, well-oiled machine and you're just so close. You're so grounded. You're so healthy, but when you don't, you can be so much more lost than some of the other types too, because you can be blinded to your heart, to your body and to your mind. So it's so important that you take some time on this growth journey. I'm so proud of you for listening in wherever you are and doing this work with yourself, with your spouse. And I know we wanted to share a few marriage tips and blind spots too. Do you have anything else you want to mention before we get there, Jen? 
Yeah. So I was just thinking that for threes, I think that they really are able to be present with their families when they settle down and they just learn a little more about relaxation, but also putting up boundaries, especially when it comes to work and being able to say like enough is enough because that has been a huge challenge for a couple of threes that I've known just because they constantly want to do more. So to set those boundaries, even if it's time boundaries, I'm going to finish work at this time, or I'm not going to work on weekends. And also just to um, really be able to be systematic with some of their family rhythms and routines so they can be involved. And that has helped my spouse and I quite a bit just to have things in place to know you do breakfast on Saturday mornings, or you make dinner for us on Friday nights, to have those routines in place can be healthy, because for them, they see that as you know, an achievement to be able to assist in the family. And so I think having those in place is very useful as well. Oh, I love that. And I think that I wouldn't have even thought of that because John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, he's a one. And I would have thought about that more for ones. But when you just brought that up, I'm like, we all need that because he talks about having a one night set aside for Sabbath that is very strict and that he has learned not in a strict kind of like legalistic way, but in a way that really holds a boundary firmly like you're saying with family time. And I mean, what a precious gift to a three. And the book was given to me by an eight who needs it too. And there's just a lot of types who don't do enough of this. So I'm really glad that you reminded us of this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also another thing that I want to bring up is a marriage tip that um, threes are actually very sensitive, even though they don't show it on the outside and they don't really state their needs because they might feel like they're going to lose their love or they're going to lose, you know, respect. Um, So sometimes they're just afraid to be authentic and state their needs, but they have needs and their spouse getting to what their three actually needs is huge. And the three might not even be able to articulate it because they may not know what they need. And so doing different things, I think is very useful to try to help the three figure out what it is they need. And knowing that the three just wants to be successful and achieve constantly telling them great job on your achievement. So if they've done something, if they've completed a project and praising them and giving them those words of affirmation, I think goes a long way and it fills the three up and then they can say, okay, I'm filled up here and maybe I'll look over here and see what else I need. Oh, that's beautiful. I love how you're reminding families to be patient as you all put things on and figure it out. Because if you're not, that could feel very like, I better put my mask back on. They didn't like that. They got annoyed. And it's also okay for spouses to be human and say, hey, I thought you liked gardening. And and this is important to hold your threes accountable to this because they can shift a lot. And um, to say, you know, you put on this gardening for a month and then we bought all this expensive stuff. Then you put on uh, this, I'm just going to make something up totally, but then you were interested in buying a horse ranch. So we looked up everything about that. And the next three over here was wanting to start a photography club. And there's so many great things. Three's going to be just so multi-talented. So it's important that the spouse doesn't try to snuff it out as the three's figuring it out, but it's also important that the three try to hold themselves accountable to following up and to sticking with things, even if not everyone likes it, because I do want to tell you threes that you're going to have to find your tribe. And Jen and I know this in our business that it's like, honestly, we do the best we can. And the people who are meant to be here with us are here with us and the ones who aren't, aren't. So I just want to remind you of that three, that if you grow big enough, there's just going to be some haters out there, right? 
Of course. Yeah. There's always going to be that. That is a very good reminder for all of us. Yes. So I really want to also mention that a a blind spot for threes. And I want to say there's so many blind spots we can have as couples, as families, as individuals, we can have blind spots in our subtypes in every different section. So it's not always going to be just one thing, but I really want you guys to know that threes can have a blind spot when it comes to Yeah. Their defense mechanism, which I mentioned earlier was identification, but I didn't want to forget this one little caveat that, um, the three with the identification can put on somebody's persona at their work or a celebrity or a parent. And so just understand that sometimes it's not just shape shifting for everybody, but it's literally taking something on of somebody that you love and especially the sexual three here, but whatever the case may be, A lot of people in your life are going to call your bluff if you do this, and they're not going to respect you as much. And I know you want that as a three. So trying to say, okay, I'm not a kid anymore. Michael Hyatt gives his famous example of taking on his father's limp, even though he was perfectly healthy to walk. And that is just a great reminder for all of us, um, but especially threes to make sure that we develop our own style, even as we take on fun, like I said, fun brands, but just don't take it on. Yes. Yes. That is a very good tip. I think that is very useful. And that awareness and that authenticity is a great place for threes to get to so they can start to realize if they're doing that. Yes, it really is. Well, I think that we've given everybody a lot of tips, but I want to ask, do you think there's anything else, Jen, that just as a couple that you would love to share? And I also want to tell you guys, we have tips for your pre-marriage years, your child rearing years, your middle years. We have your retirement years. We have different case studies for everybody. We have some levels of health here, and we've been actually talking out the levels of health really quite well here already um, or quite thoroughly, but But Jen, I want to know if you have anything with your levels of health and and we have all that in the PDF deep dives with even a lot more, like I said, about your conflict styles and harmony groups and relaxation exercises for you. But Jen, what final tips do you have for anyone who's married to a three or who is a three just dealing with some of their, their marriage issues? And then I'll share one final thing. So I think we need to remember with threes, like I said, they're sensitive and they don't do well with strong critiques. And I think that when um, spouses or even family members come at them with a strong critiques or they call them out on their deceit, I think it's very hurtful for a three as it wouldn't be anyone, but I think it really just cuts through to them and it can even make them more deceitful and even more willing to just put on a mask and not be who they really are. So I think it's just really important that we start with positive things. And we also affirm their worth in how hard they're working because they're working so hard at something, whether it's their business, whether it's at home with the family or their careers, they're working so hard. So just acknowledging that first and saying, you know, I see how hard you're working for the family, but we miss you. You know, we want to see you at home more and making it, you know, in a gentle way to come at them. I think and just, just to be kind and loving to them and to offer them a lot more grace. And so they are able to maybe be open to be able to access their feelings and share because we want both partners to have a voice and we want them to be able to share what they need. And so tenderness goes a lot, a long way here. Ooh, that's just such a great reminder that this is a personality type that if you're not tender here, they're liable to go into that nine space of the turtle shell or go into that deceit more. And really, you're just being honest, like you're coming from a place of love, which I think is honestly the way most of us really do our best work is feeling loved, feeling supported. Now I can be brave. So thank you. 
Um, I also want to add that I think a lot of threes struggle with anxiety because they have that six arrow going and it's just not in a healthy way and their pacing is so fast and they struggle with sleep a lot of the times. And it's just really important to know that there's great medications out there if you need um, and great over-the-counter help as well so that nobody feels stigmatized for needing to go to the doctor and figure it out. And it might be that you say, gosh, I can't run on these uppers, this Adderall over time. I know Don Dr. Daniel Amen talks a lot about how over time, some of the things that people do to concentrate, to focus, to really win can hurt their brain long-term. So just make sure you're looking from a holistic, a biopsychosocial, spiritual perspective and slowing down and having time with God, having time to check on your anxiety. I know uh, it helped my sister so much many years back when she was having to halt as a three during parenting. And we've done a whole pregnancy episodes and unanimously people said threes had the hardest time slowing down and being present with the kids during the pregnancy years. Um, I know when she went through that, she had anxiety and it was so important for her to write out Bible verses. And I helped her with this piece because I'm, I like the thinking part and we just, we had to write scriptures out and put them all over her car, home, whatever, to remind her of how to combat these unhealthy fears that were taking over. So sometimes it's cognitive behavior behavioral methods like that. And then sometimes it might be a combination of medication, but I want to encourage you, not everyone's going to need that in every season of life. So just assess and just be brave. Some threes do well with trauma therapy. And lastly, some threes I've noticed, I really enjoyed hearing the three, seven episode where the couple shared that they really like to uh, go to trauma therapy together because neither the three or the seven wanted to do that kind of work, but they needed it. And so they went together and kind of knocked two birds out with one stone. And that just reminded me what you were saying about uppers. And I think threes can also really love coffee. And I think they can use coffee to keep them going and as a stimulant, but that is going to affect their health in the long run. And I would just say as a health coach as well, that, you know, an over-reliance on coffee is going to be hurting a lot more than just your body. It's going to be hurting your mind in a lot of different ways, and it's going to eventually lead to health problems down the road. So just moderating and, you know, finding balance, especially when it comes to using things like caffeine or any other uppers. And also um, the power of meditation for a three to be able to quiet their mind is huge. And I know in the PDF deep dive, we have a a relaxation exercise, but I just encourage everyone even just to go onto YouTube and type in, you know, 10 minute, 15 minute guided meditation as a place to start. I think could really help a three just to slow down and to refocus themselves a little bit and to find that rest that they so long for. Oh, I love that. And you've told me about a meditation website and I was meaning to ask you, what is the name of that YouTube channel that you like for meditation? So I really enjoy this one. It's called Boho Beautiful okay. and she has a really calming voice and she always has a beautiful location and she also does yoga. So people want to do a little yoga, but they're very manageable, short um, meditation sessions. And she also includes a lot of affirmations which I think can be really useful for any type, especially if you find an affirmation on something you need, whether it's self-acceptance or self-worth or, you know, forgiveness, whatever it is, it can help you to just focus on that for a short time and then maybe even to use it later and make it a daily affirmation. Wow. That's a great reminder. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing that website too. I think that it's, it's been a powerful time to really 
go heart to heart with our threes. And I just thank you threes for listening with us because we know that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to take care of you. So this is great mental wellness. And if you're the spouse or partner of a three, thank you for loving them so well and showing them that you answer that door when they were knocking to see who is there, but that you are inviting them in for even more time together. So thank you so much, Jen, for sharing your wisdom and insights. I got, I do want to remind you guys, Jen is ENM certified. She's an amazing coach and she's a health coach certified. So we're very happy to have you, Jen. And thank you again. Thank you so much, Krista. And one last thing I want to say for threes is just remember threes, you are the leaders, some of the biggest leaders we have in the world and your success, many people look up to. So when you are healthy and you are taking care of yourself, everyone is looking up and then they want to take care of themselves. So remember that as you move throughout the world, that people will follow your amazing example. So set the best one you can. Oh, wow. What a great space to end because these guys are so glorious in the ways they present. And if they're healthy and balanced, we're, we're going to be dazzled even more. So thank you. Exactly. My pleasure, Krista. Always great talking to you. I look forward to our next deep dive next week on number four. Awesome. Me too. Okay. Bye-bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for taking that three tour with us. I just feel in awe of the way that our threes move and shake in the world. I was just chatting with the three on IG Live yesterday and so inspired and just knowing how hard threes work to to teach us, to help, to to be model citizens for us, to, to just truly give to the world in the best ways possible. Let's all try to learn from them in that way so that we can always try to be at our best too. But let's also remind our threes. You guys are great just the way you are. And when you have a day where you're like, I cannot do it all. I have to show who I really am. Know that we welcome that even more knowing you're not perfect and that you're real and we love you just the way you are. So thank you for working hard, but also playing hard and then showing us what's underneath those masks. We were here for it all. And I hope you guys have a great day. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.